Hey, before we start this episode, I want to let you guys know that we've been working towards a church plant for the last couple months, and we are just approved to explore a reformed church plant in Santa Ana, California. Again, Santa Ana is the city seat of Orange County, right centrally located in Orange County. So you guys have a couple ways of contacting us if you're interested in uh, attending a reformed church in Orange County. You guys can either email us at santaannareformed at gmail.com or you can go to oceansideurc.org, contact Danny Hyde, who's the pastor who will be helping oversee this church planting project, or you can find our Instagram or Twitter for the podcast, Guilt Grace Pod, and contact us there as well. We will have informational meetings about this Reformed Church starting at the end of October, around Halloween or Reformation Day, whatever you want to call it. And we hope to see you guys soon as part of this church plants. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, welcome to the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell. And we are on Catechism Saturday, Lord's Day number 51, the second to last Lord's Day of the Heidelberg Catechism. We'll be covering question and answers 126. Real quick, before we start this week's episode, make sure you guys listen to Monday's episode 13 of season three, Promises and Fulfillments, where Nick and I talked about the covenant and medieval theology. So often it's misunderstood that the medievals lost the Bible for a thousand years and the Reformation recovered it. Though parts of that are true in a sense, medieval theologians, Aquinas, Peter, Peter of Lombard, a couple of these guys still had a covenantal understanding and context for how they understood the relationship between the old and the new covenant. So please take a listen to that episode and Thursday's book club with Dr. Harrison Perkins of London City Presbyterian Church on his latest book, Catholicity and the Covenant of Works, published by Oxford University Press, where he talks about a specific theologian, James Usher, and his understanding, his developments of the Covenant of Works, and a sneak peek at what Dr. Perkins is working on for next year. So let's get started. So question answer 126. What does the fifth petition mean? And by the fifth petition, it's fifth petition of the Lord's Prayer. Answer, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Means, because of Christ's blood, do not impute to us, poor sinners that we are, any of the transgressions we do, or the evil that constantly clings to us. Forgive us just as we are fully determined, as evidence of your grace in us, wholeheartedly to forgive our neighbors. So Christ, by this petition, wills that we acknowledge our sins, that we thirst and long after the forgiveness of sins, inasmuch as this is granted to none, but such as desire it and who do not trample underfoot the blood of the Son of God, that our faith may be exercised, seeing that this petition springs from faith and also confirms our faith. So what does Christ mean by debts? Christ comprises under the term debts all our sins, original as well as actual, 
including sins of ignorance, of omission and commission, as he himself explains it in Luke 11.4. And original and actual, not too different. Original is the sin that we inherited, the disposition that we inherited, and the actual guilt that we inherited under Adam. And actual is when we actually perform these sinful acts. And they are called debts because they made us debtors to God, both in respect to obedience, which we have failed to render, and also to the punishment, which we are bound to pay in consequence thereof. Cursed be he that confirmed not all the words of this law to do them, from Deuteronomy 27, 26. And from this state of condemnation, we could never be delivered if God did not remit or forgive us our sins. But what is it to remit our debts or to forgive sins? And that's God does not impute any sins to us, but graciously receives us into his favor, declares us righteous, and regards us as his children out of his mere grace and mercy for the sake of the satisfaction which Christ made in our behalf, imputed unto us and apprehended of us by faith. And that he will therefore not punish us on account of our sins, but grants unto us righteousness and eternal life. Since the remission of sin does away with the punishment of sin, for sin and punishment are correlatives. Why should we desire the forgiveness of sins? Which sounds like a silly question, but listen to this exposition. On account of our salvation that we may be saved, for without the forgiveness of sins we cannot be saved. And that we may be admonished, reminded of the remains of sin, which, cle which cleave even to the most holy in this life. And that our repentance may thus become more earnest and deep. That we may desire and receive the former blessings. Because without the remission of sins, these blessings are either not given or else they're given to their destruction. So how are sins remitted from us? Or why is it added, as we forgive our debtors, that we may rightly desire and pray for the forgiveness of our sins and may therefore come before God in true faith and penitence, not the Roman Catholic understanding of penitence, but repentance, the sign of which is love to our neighbor. So love to our neighbor does not give us this, but is a sign of our repentance that we love our neighbor. And on account of our comfort, that we may be assured of the forgiveness of our sins, when we extend forgiveness to others for the sins which they may have committed against us, and may have the assurance that we are acceptable to God, although there are many remains of sin still within us. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast, where we went through question answer 126, Catechism Saturday, Lord's Day number 51 of the Heidelberg Catechism, our second to last catechism of this series. Make sure you guys listen to next Monday's episode 16 of season three, where we talked about covenant and reformation theology with none other than Dr. R. Scott Clark of Westminster Seminary, California, and the producer, the editor, and the main character, the main, the main voice behind the Heidelcast. When you talk about reformation, theology or history, you hand the mic to Dr. Clark and let him talk. And next Thursday, book club with Dr. Fred Sanders of Tory Honors Institute of Biola University on his recent book, 
Fountain of Salvation, published by Erdman's, a Trinitarian book and its relationship with our salvation more specifically. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you for one last time on the Heidelberg Catechism next week. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode of our podcast, Guilt, Grace, Gratitude. And we, as we've said before, we are bridging the gap to Reformed Christian theology for your listening pleasure. So we would like to make sure this is enjoyed by others around the world. And how to best do that is rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, and you after you rate and review, or instead of rate and review, or doing everything all in once, retweeting us on Twitter, liking us on Twitter, liking us on Instagram, following us on both of those platforms, because that actually puts in front of people's physical face this podcast, these guests, and most importantly, the gospel, the doctrines uh, that these guests are bringing in front of you guys. So please do that. It helps get in front of more people. Amen. And hopefully you guys are part of a local church and you're tithing. And uh, after that, after tithing, if you have any means left over, please consider donating to us to make sure our bridge is well paved and maintained and strong and sturdy. As again, we bridge the gap to reform Christian <laughs> theology. Exactly. The yeah. And you guys can find that link on Anchor, our official Anchor website. If you just go on um, our social media links, it'll it'll link you to that website. It's also at the bottom of these this podcast show notes. If you're on this podcast, a specific episode, scroll all the way to the bottom of that show notes, and you guys will find a link for this for three different options of donating. So we hope you guys can help us bridge the gap, pay for shipping, get nicer stuff, all for the focus of spreading the gospel further. Yep. All for the kingdom of God. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you guys next time.